Welcome, fellow wanderer, to the Wanderlust Enabled Podcast, presented by Resetting Joy, your go-to life and travel coaching company. I'm your host, Cheryl Burke, founder of Resetting Joy and self-proclaimed Wanderlust Enabler. This podcast is dedicated to sharing information and inspiration to fuel your wanderlust and inspire you to embark on your greatest adventures yet. In this little audio oasis, we're all about real talk, boosting confidence, and having fun to help you soak up every life-changing aspect of travel. Ready to take off on this adventure with me? Let's get started. Welcome, fellow wanderer. Today, we are going to talk about intuition and how it can help you travel and how travel can help you strengthen your connection with your own intuition. So we're going to look at it from both sides. Intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need to reason it out. So it's a subconscious. It's quick. It's instinctual. It's effortless. It is, it's kind of a gut reaction. And psychologists are saying that it's really a rapid fire, unconscious association of things. Basically, you make an observation, you scan your files in your brain, and then you take your own experiences, messages that you have in your head, all of the things that you know, very, very quickly and kind of synthesize them into something. And that's how you get your response and know what to do. So there's several different kinds of intuition. So we, we all have intuition, but we interact with it in different ways. And everybody has one of the, these four types of intuition. So one of them will probably sound right when I list them because it will be what you have. So the first one is called clear audience, which means that when you know a thing, it comes to you as like a word in your head or an like it's 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 verbal. You actually hear hear it as a sound or a voice in your head. That's what pops into your head. If you have clairvoyance, which usually we think of as seeing the future, and maybe some people do. But clairvo- clairvoyance is when you know a thing, it comes to you as an image. Clairsentience is that when you know something, it comes to you as a feeling in your body. And this one's actually the most common. It's truly the gut reaction. Like you actually have a physical response. So you might feel a tightness in your chest, or you might feel sick about something, or you may just have some other physical reaction to, Ooh, yes, that's for me. Or, Ooh, no, that's not for me. And then there's the claircognizance. There's just a I know. I'm sure of it. It didn't come in in an image. It didn't come in a feeling. It didn't come in a sound. It's just, that is truth. And I know for sure. And that one is you hear somebody say something or you experience something yourself and you just know what the next step is. You know, the motivation behind what somebody's doing, you know, how it's going to play out several steps in advance because you you just you know the players you've seen this pattern before you just understand people you just know that this is how it's going to be so those of us who have been socialized as women 
have generally had our intuition socialized out of us. It served somebody to do that. It did not serve us. If you've ever heard, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. I know that you're not excited about this, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Or you're just, you're just getting worked up over nothing. Or they're actually really nice. Or anything that contradicted something that you knew to be true, but maybe couldn't put the words to. And over time, you listen to everybody else and not to yourself and stop trusting yourself. That's what I'm talking about. That's the socialization. Intuition is actually really at the core of who you are. It's how you know what's right for you. It doesn't fail you. It helps you go in the direction you need to go in. It helps keep you, it helps keep you aware of what's going on around you. It helps make decisions so that you can reach your goals and keep your safety. So to have that socialized out of you is a real problem. And having that issue means that traveling can seem really scary because who do you rely on now? Especially if you want to go by yourself. So how do we fix this? The first thing to do is to create a mindset or set your mind to allowing yourself to tune in and trust your intuition, which means that you actually decide you're going to test your connection to your intuition and see what you feel. Start small. The, ste the second step is to practice, but start small. I don't suggest that you say, I'm going to test my intuition. I'm going to go to the airport. I'm going to get the first international flight out and I'm going to land wherever I land and see what happens. That might be a bit, bit of a big step. I mean, if you want to go ahead, if that feels right to you, who am I to tell you you can't? But if you're unsure of doing something like that, maybe start small. Smaller decisions. Decisions at home. Walk around a neighborhood you're not familiar with in your town. Take some rights, take some lefts, go through that stop sign and see how you feel. You feel safe. What do you notice? What's going on? The next time you're in a social interaction with somebody and you're like, hmm, I don't dig this one. Have a plan to extricate yourself. That's another part of it is you can plan ahead. How am I going to say, no, you know, I'm, I'm out and then stick to it. It's a boundary thing as well. And the way that to do that is if you have a plan and you know that when you feel something's wrong or you don't, it's not for you, what are you going to say? Plan that out a little bit. If coming up with that kind of thing on the fly isn't your forte. And then when you say it and somebody almost inevitably disagrees with you and says, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Just keep saying the same words over and over again. If you have to, at some point they will realize that you're not budging on your decision and there's no use trying to negotiate because this is not a negotiation. So extricate yourself from the situation because you know that it's not right for you. When it comes to traveling, 
your intuition may very well help you decide where to go and when, what to see, how to do the things on the planning side. You, you may look at a place and say, you know what, I know that everybody goes to this very famous monument or museum or whatever, but I don't care. I don't like it. And I don't want to go. I want to go to the city. I want to see these things, but I don't care about that thing. Okay, then don't do that. <laughs> you don't have to. Don't do that. So it can help you with the planning. It can help you with the deciding that, you know what? I really do need a break. It's been a year, two years, three years, however long. It's been a while. I need a break. Or not just that you need a break, but what kind of break you need. I need a break where I go and I sit and look at the pretty water as it comes back and forth, you know, high tide, low tide. And I'm going to walk on the beach and I'm going to eat the yummy food and I am going to be still because in my regular life, I am not still and I need to reconnect with myself. Or perhaps you have a different need where your feet are getting itchy. Like you need to go, you need to do, you need to explore. And you know that that's right for you. Go and do that thing. Go explore. Generally speaking, people travel with others. So you may need to choose a beach vacation that also has activities for the other people that are traveling with you so you can have your downtime and the rest of the folks can go and do other things or vice versa. You might want to run, 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 but somebody in who's traveling with you doesn't. So what's for them? So there's a balance, not only for you, but for your group. If you're traveling solo, obviously you make all the, ch the choices and you'll really test your intuition while you're on a trip. So we've used our intuition to get to traveling. Now we're, we are traveling. How does it help us then? It's the same thing. You're, and it's actually really very easy on a trip to do this because you're in a new situation. In your hometown, you usually know pretty much how everything's going to go. You know who everyone is. If you need to go to the post office, you know where the post office is. If you need to get money, you know where the bank is. You know, if you if you run out of something or you need to get food, you know where the grocery store is. Like you know where all the things are. You know how the structure's set up. You know how the money works. You know how the phones work. You know how all the things work because it's your everyday. Well, when you go on vacation, you're going to go to somebody else's everyday and their everyday is set up for them not for you. That doesn't mean you can't go and enjoy it. In fact, I would suggest that that's one of the reasons why you should go and enjoy it. So now you're there and you need to figure some things out. I don't really know how to get to that thing that I want to go to. How do I do it? Or I've decided I'm going to walk. So if you take a walk, um, especially if you're away from the, the main thoroughfare, and I would recommend that you do, you walk down an alley, not an alleyway, like a side street. And see, see how you feel just one block off the main drag, two blocks off the main drag. How do you feel is, do you feel safe? Are you enjoying the experience? Is there something that's not quite right? How do you feel? And then if, and at some point on your trip, this is probably going to happen to you. I can't tell you when or where, obviously. 
you're going to be in a situation where you something starts to change and you go, mm, nope, not for me. Nope, 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 I'm out, I'm out. That's when you trust that. And when you see your kids do it, trust that for them too. When they go, you know, this doesn't feel right. Trust that and say, all right, that's fine. Because what you're doing is you're keeping the intuition in them. You're allowing them to trust themselves. And as a parent, it can be tricky to decipher a child who's being ornery and having a temper tantrum versus some a child who is saying, mm, I don't know about this. But generally speaking, children are having tantrums because they have a need that's not being met and they don't have the words to describe it. They know what they need, but they can't tell you what. See if you can help them come up with what they need. Try to pull it out of them. What, what is it that you need? What about this doesn't feel right? Why don't you want to do it? And go from there. I mean, occasionally, yes, you are going to have to do things you don't want to do, especially if you're on a family vacation and, you know, your sibling wants to go see this cool thing and they're so excited about it and you're not into it at all. You may have to go. Or, you know, if there are multiple adults, maybe the adults split and, you know, some take one, one direction, some take the others, the other direction, and that's fine. But on a trip, it's really easy because you're already out of your comfort zone. So since you don't know how everything works, you're going to have to rely on your intuition a lot more. So it gives you way more chances to test it and connect with it and understand it than you might have on you know your average Tuesday at home. This is also the reason why I would suggest that when you put together a vacation, you give yourself maybe a little bit more downtime than you think you need. One, sometimes things take longer than you think. But two, as you get to know a place a little bit, some things are gonna rise to the top as that sounds amazing or that's exactly what I need to do today. And if you've got yourself booked with one activity on top of another, you have no wiggle room. Now, if you find yourself on a trip like that, then... Again, check in with yourself, use your intuition and say, listen, do I have options? Can I cancel this? Can I change that? Can I reroute this? Can't. And if you find that you can, then do you want to? Because on an independent trip, and by independent, I mean, you have planned it on your own. You're not on a cruise ship. You're not on a bus tour. Um, on an independent trip, you have a lot of flexibility. So you can choose that, I know that I said that today I was going to do this whole half of Paris and I realized either, well, that's too much. Um, and quite honestly, half of Paris is too much. That's too much, or I'm not interested in that part, or I really want to focus on here. You can trust your intuition to help you decide what to do that day. So I would encourage you to check in with yourself and see do you have a connection to your intuition? Do you listen to it? If you don't, would you like to? And if so, what can you start doing today that allows you to do that? The first step is choosing to do that and allowing yourself the actual time in your day or space in your brain to listen just a little bit. If you know that you've got a big decision coming up at work and you know you'll be presented with it on 
you know, two days from now, how are you going to listen so that you can make your decision? Especially if you have a meeting coming up and you don't really know what the meeting's about. How are you going to allow yourself to be in that space, in that room, and listen to what's happening and take in everything that's happening and then let your intuition help guide you to how you want to respond? Because we're also used to having to respond immediately without taking a second to see what we think or what we feel. And heaven forbid we say, I don't know. You can say, I don't know. I don't know was an honest answer, by the way. But you are also allowed to stop for a second and say, I'm going to need a minute to think on that. And they don't need to know what's going on in your body. Maybe you're not thinking on it. Maybe you're just sitting for a second and going, okay, what do I feel? My chest is really tight. And all of a sudden, you know, like my toes are really tight. Okay. This doesn't feel great. Or, oh, it seems a little easier to breathe. Oh, okay. This, this feel, this feels better. How do you feel? So that's how you can start at home. And then when you're on a trip, do the same kind of thing. You'll be presented with different scenarios every day and just kind of feel your way through it. And when you plan, if you give yourself some space to do that, it'll be that much more helpful for the trip and for you personally and for you when you come home, for sure. So I hope that you leave this episode with a slightly different understanding of intuition and your connection to it, and maybe a plan for how you would like to use it to either plan a vacation or live your daily life or how you would like to allow it in and how you would like to practice it, practice listening to it on your next trip. Thanks for listening to the Wanderlust Enabled Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Burke. I hope you got some inspiration and practical tips that will help you improve your life and your travels. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. As always, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Resetting Joy or on my website, resettingjoy.com. Until next week, I wish you fresh outlooks and grand adventures abroad or even in your hometown.